Welcome into Blackhawks Insider, Carter Baum alongside Chris Cook, and we're joined by a very special guest this week, Mark Bernard, who's the VP of Hockey Ops and Team Affiliates, as we look ahead to the 2019 Traverse City Prospect Tournament coming up uh, starting on Friday. Things getting going, the first real sign that hockey is here, of course, right out of prospect camp or the prospect tournament, preseason starts, and Full bore ahead from there, and it's really exciting to have. So, Mark, thanks for taking a few minutes of time today to join us and uh, look ahead at what is a very exciting roster for this weekend's tournament. No, thank you for having me. It's an exciting time of year, as you mentioned. Uh, You know, when we start the prospect tournament, you know the main camp is just around the corner and preseason games and really this week starts uh, the grind for the next eight months. Next eight months, uh, no big deal. Hope you enjoyed the Labor Day weekend because it's full bore from here and Chris Cook, you and I were discussing last week uh, off the air. We took a break from the official podcast last week, but the roster is out, and it is a full tilt of the top prospects for the Blackhawks. The last three first-round picks, Kirby Doc, Adam Boquist, uh, Nicholas Bodan, all a part of the roster. And, Mark, how exciting is it to have some of that top talent available and really just to get a first glimpse of what they can do in a a competitive environment uh, for someone especially like Kirby Doc? Well, we're real excited about this team. Um, this reminds me of our team two years ago that Alex DeBrincat was actually a part of when we won the tournament. And uh, we have a lot of skill going up and down our lineup, top to bottom. And uh, that paired with our the goaltenders we have coming in, I think it's going to be a very competitive team and uh, a team that I want to see playing late on Tuesday. Because if you're playing late, that means you're in the top game. So um, it's going to be interesting to watch Kirby Doc. Obviously, you know, all eyes will be on him being our recent first-round pick and third overall. And, uh, again, for, for Adam uh, Boquest and Nicholas Bodin, it's their second time at this tournament, so it's their second go-around. They know what to expect, and uh, we expect big things of all our players. So, Mark, I know you are always looking to win games, but what, what are you looking for individually? What are you watching guys, um, you know, skill level, obviously, but compete level, I'm guessing, how they fit in and, and how close they are to the NHL. What are you looking at specifically? We're, we're looking at their growth overall as well. You know, where they finished the season last year, um, when they came in for early in July for our development camp, you know, where they were then with their strength, with their skill set, and then they went back home for the next two months to work on all of that again. And uh, we're, we're going to going to see where they're at you know now they've had a full summer under their belt uh we also use this as a great preparation to jump into main camp you know now the younger kids are they're playing games uh they're going to be up to full speed by the time the uh the scrimmages start in the main camp uh, next week so it's a great opportunity for us to to get a read at them read on them while they're playing against their own age levels pretty much and then uh, it also gives them the opportunity to get their legs underneath them before they go into the main camp and start taking on the guys like Taves and Kane and Keith and Seabrook and shooting on Crawford and, you know, where they can get a little starstruck at times and we want them to uh, have their legs underneath them when they hit the ice here at the UC. How different is it evaluating some of these players in a tournament like this where you're playing against other teams and full-on opponents as opposed to development camp where the guys are in for obviously a week and a lot of skills and a lot of drills and a lot of really evaluation and kind of one scrimmage at the end where they're facing each other and there's some competition there but it's a whole different ball game when you're talking about an actual team and uh, a, a trophy on the line quite literally. Well players love playing games you know as much as they love working on their skill set they like it when there's one puck on the ice and the scoreboard's turned on. That's what it's all about. And, you know, going to Traverse City, I'm sure if you talk to any of the other seven teams that are participating, 
um, they're going to be saying the same thing. They're really excited about their teams, and it gives us an opportunity to gauge our prospects against the other team's top prospects. And uh, for the players, they want to be playing in these games. They're all competitive. They want to win, and uh, this is a chance for all that to come out. We talk about the three players that we, we probably believe are closest to the NHL, and I know um, we're going to be keeping a close eye on them. Who are some of the other guys that, that you're keeping an eye on that maybe a little under the radar, uh, not, not the Docs, the Bowdens, the Boquist, that you're going to be looking at and thinking, okay, is this guy ready to take the next step? Well, I don't want to forget anybody because right. I think we've got such a long list, but uh, Philip Kurashev, who's coming in from the Quebec Major Junior League, uh, joined Rockford at the end of last season, and <laughs> I really felt for this kid. Uh, he had a tough travel schedule when they got beat out in the Quebec uh, playoffs. He was joining us down in Texas for a couple games. His equipment wasn't around, so he just basically flew down, met us, played with brand new skates, equipment that he had never worn before, and he looked very good. So we were very excited. Coach Derek King and myself were very excited about, we can't wait to see what this kid does with his own gear. So he's a player that we're really looking forward to seeing. Um, two free agent players that we signed last year out of Red Deer, both Reese Johnson and Brandon Hagel came into Rockford as well at the end of their season and played extremely well. And I'm looking for big things, uh, not only at Traverse City, but into main camp with both those players. Uh, Reese Johnson is an extremely, extremely good on the face-offs. Brandon Hagel has great hands, uh, plays with some grit. Um, so those guys are going to be exciting to watch as well. Liam Coughlin, you know, is a player that we, we obtained in a trade a few years ago that was at the University of Vermont. Uh, he's more of a different, he's not so much uh, your skilled set player. He's a, he plays a lot like Andrew Shaw. He's got some grit, some energy, and um, this is his going to be his first time, you know, out of school and showing us what he can do in a, in a competitive tournament like this. So it's going to be fun to, fun to watch him. Um, Michael Hakarainen, who's coming in from the USHL, he's going to be a younger player for us, but again, a very skilled player. Back on the back end, other players that we might want to keep an eye on is Chad Chris, who uh, again joined Rockford after his collegiate career ended last year, and jumped in like you know he had been playing all season and was extremely, you know, rock steady back there. And then probably going to be our captain in Traverse City is Dennis uh, Gilbert, you know, and Dennis is coming. He's our only player that we're bringing back. You're allowed four pros, and they define a pro that is someone that has played a year in the American Hockey League or ECHL. Um, Dennis is the only pro we're bringing, and the only reason we're bringing Dennis is we're extremely uh, excited about his development and the way that he grew as a player last year, and we want him to get a jump start uh, playing some games before he comes into main camp, and we want him to hit the floor running when he comes to main camp. But he plays with a lot different style than any of our other prospects. He plays with a lot of grit, a lot of jam. He's very physical, has a good shot, will stick up for his teammates, and uh, we're excited about how uh, how his summer has gone for him. You mentioned a lot of these guys joined Rockford at the end of last season, whether on ATOs or PTOs, getting a couple professional games under their belt or their first taste of, of the organization on a day-to-day -day basis. Of course, the team, the NHL team, wants to make the playoffs every single year, but as a byproduct of these last two years of not making the playoffs, and even the year before with a first-round exit, there's a lot of good talent. It seems to be turning that cusp, and you mentioned a lot of names there and a lot of guys on this Rockford team that uh, is probably going to be a pretty young team this season. How exciting is that for you in, in your day-to-day -day role and kind of overseeing that organization and the development of so many of these young players? Well, it's very exciting. You know, again, Derek King, Anders Sorensen, 
who take you know the, who are the coaching staff down in Rockford. We were talking about this last week that pretty much 90-95% of this team going to Traverse City will be starting the year more than likely in Rockford. You know, obviously training camp will play things out and everybody's coming here to make the Blackhawks, but if they don't, they'll start the season in in Rockford and a lot of these players in Traverse City are turning pro for the first year. So, it's a it gives us our coaches in Rockford a, a chance to actually get some lines together maybe early in the year, put some systems in place. I think this is going to be the most entry-level contracts that we've ever had in one season in Rockford right now if I count you know on my on my board it's about 17 18 entry level contracts that could be down in Rockford to start the season and it's our job to develop those players and and get them ready to make the step to Chicago and um, you know I think with the direction that we've gone during the summer here in Chicago it's going to afford us time to get these young players ready you know so they're not making the jump too early and uh, kind of paddling up upstream if you will you know when they get up here we want them to be ready that they can come up here and contribute on a day-to-day basis and not just get by this is your i think 12th season you're going into in the blackhawks organization how does maybe this group or this roster maybe this excitement compare to any other teams during your during your tenure or any other players coming up through the system it, it really seems like there's been a lot of talk of these prospects over the last few years and uh we're, we're starting to see some of them come to their fruition and really start to crack the the NHL, AHL rosters? It, it's really exciting. You know, the my first year, I wasn't a, an official Blackhawk employee, but I was the president and assistant general manager of the Norfolk Admirals. Uh, Al McIsaac at the time was was running the team as the general manager. And, you know, that was the year, I, I believe we had 104 points and we were third in our division. But we had the Corey Crawfords, the Browers, the Burrish, you know, with David Bolin at the time. Bufflin at the time, you know, we had a, you go through the list of players that went on to win Stanley Cups here in Chicago and have had great NHL careers. It's kind of a reminiscent of that team. We have a very young group that, you know, they're going to make young mistakes early in the season and that's going to be okay. That's how you get better. Um, But people have to remember sometimes when you make those young mistakes, they end up in the back of your net and uh, that can cost you a game here or there. But I have a lot of confidence in this group. I'm really excited about this group. There's a lot of top prospects, and uh, we have to bring them up to speed in the next year or two and, and make sure that they're ready to make the jump here in Chicago. Chris, as someone who covered a lot of those names for, for many, many years, does that excite you a little bit, hearing, uh, hey, hearing a lot of that names, comparison? Uh, Bufflin, some Bolins in there. Uh, yeah, that's, that's intriguing when you mention those names. And, uh, you know, to me, I, you know, something I want to ask you, Mark, is, you know, everybody says, yeah, get these young kids up now. Let's play them now, especially in the back end. But, I've, you know, throughout the years, um, around hockey, I've heard that sometimes it takes 150, 250 pro games for a defenseman to really know where he needs to be and, and get that skill level. So how do you kind of remain patient, even though the team hasn't been to playoffs in a couple of years, you've got these young players on the rise here, you want to get them in the lineup, but how do you remain patient knowing that you've got to get some games on your belt before you hit the NHL level? Well, I think that's, you know, when Stan, Al McIsaac, Norm McIver, myself, Kyle Davidson, our whole staff look at this, we have to look at big picture. We're not looking at just tomorrow or next week. We're looking at, we want these players to be productive for the Chicago Blackhawks long term. And you look at some of the players that have had great careers as Blackhawks. Corey Crawford spent five years in the minors before he made the jump full time to Chicago and it's worked out pretty good for him. Uh, We had Brian Bickle for four years in Rockford before he made the jump. Nick Jalmerson was a year and a half, year and three quarters. It was was at the trade deadline of his second year when he made the jump full time. So you want these guys to get experience at the pro level 
uh, and play in key roles as well in key moments of the game where maybe at the American League level they're going to play on the last minute of the game. They're going to be on the power play. They're going to play the penalty kill. They're going to play you know, 18 to 20 minutes a night where here in Chicago maybe they're not going to see that kind of ice time and they're not going to play on special teams right away. You have to make sure that we're developing the proper way. We have great coaching staff in Rockford. We have a great development staff that are down there two to three times a week working with these young players. We want to make sure that we're looking out for them long-term and for our organization long-term to give them the best chance at having success when they arrive here. You've got three division games on the on the tournament schedule starting on Friday, a 6 o'clock central match against Detroit, uh, 2 o'clock on Saturday afternoon against Toronto, and then 4.30 Monday afternoon against St. Louis. All those central time, of course, for the Blackhawks fans still in Illinois and the greater central time zone. Which of those three games maybe most excites you? What What is maybe a benchmark game as you kind of look at what, uh, what the schedule holds? Well, playing Detroit's always fun because they're the host team. Uh, but I'm really looking forward to playing Toronto this year. You know, Toronto's a new member to this uh, tournament this year. Uh, the Carolina Hurricanes dropped out, and the Toronto Maple Leafs took their spot. So uh, we're real excited about playing them for the first time. But again, um, you know, you could say the same thing. You're going to play St. Louis, and, you know, they're the reigning Stanley Cup champions. And as, you know, I tell the players when we meet with them here in Chicago before we even leave, you know, they have the honor of putting on that, you know, our logo, our crest, our Indian head logo for the first time this year. So they paved the way for the rest of the year. They set the tone. So let's start it on a positive. And, um, you know, the players really buy into that. They want to set a good impression. I think they look at all the games equally. Um, they want to go and have success and play the best of their ability because they know there's a lot of people in the stands watching them. Uh, and again, it helps them coming into the main camp. But, uh, we want to be playing late on Tuesday afternoon is, is our goal. We don't want to be playing in the early game because that means you finished lower down in your division. We want to be playing, you know, 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock on Tuesday afternoon and coming home late with a trophy on the on the flight. That would be fun again. But at the end of the day, it's about watching their development and uh, hopefully getting through it without any injuries. You mentioned Alex Tabrinkit two years ago, and he led the tournament in 2017 with five goals. You mentioned he took the title uh, in that season, and he took that momentum, ran through training camp, made the opening night roster, and has played in every single NHL game since. Uh, not a bad run. Not a bad run, he and it all starts. The winner. He scored the winner in overtime for us in the final game, batting a puck out of the midair, to, and we were like, wow, this kid is special. And, um, you know, he went from there. Another player, Dominic Cahoon, last year came to Traverse City. Even though he was a little older, he was still eligible to come, and we thought it would be a great opportunity for him to, again, play on a smaller ice surface, get his legs underneath him before coming into camp. And he benefited from this tournament as well and had a fantastic rookie season. So many great names coming out of this. And it, it really all starts, you know, as a former player yourself and as someone who's been around kind of this, the AHL landscape in this early professional environment for so many of these players, how much does this help them get their legs under them and, and, as you mentioned earlier, kind of establish that confidence going into what can be a daunting training camp. Well, it is daunting when, you, you know, the, the Blackhawks, you walk in here and you see our core group in that dressing room with, you know, with so many of them with Stanley Cup rings. And um, it's eye-opening for an 18, 19, 20-year-old kid. I remember I came to training camp here back in 92, and it was scary then. You know, they had been to the Stanley Cup final the year before against the Pittsburgh uh, Penguins. And the first camp you go to is, is always daunting. But... 
I think in the big picture, it's great for these kids. Not only do they come, now they've come to development camp and they've gotten to know each other a little bit off the ice. They'll come to Traverse City. Uh, Sunday's a day off where we do a little team bonding, you know, just a little fun bowling tournament and some fun things for them. But they get to know each other as a group. So when they come to main camp, they have some allies. They're, they're not a bunch of strangers. And then if they do come to Rockford as a group, you know, as uh, to start the season, they have friends already that they've been together with for a month. Um, and so many people, you know, they'll look at a guy after three or four weeks in Rockford and go, oh, he's, he didn't get off to the start. I, I thought he would. People have to remember that for these young kids, not only are they learning to be adults, they're learning to be professional athletes. And they have to come to Rockford. They're getting over the disappointment of maybe not making the Chicago Blackhawks opening night roster. Now they're coming to Rockford and they're having to find an apartment for the first time, do their laundry for the first time on their own, cook their own meals, do their bills, you know, do their grocery shopping, plus manage, you know, your professional side and be at the rink every day and do all the work that it takes on and off the ice at the rink. So they're learning a lot. A lot is thrown at these kids in the first month or two. And it usually takes them six, eight weeks to, to, to kind of get into the rhythm and knowing what they have to do on a daily basis. And that's where Rocky and, and John McDonough and Rocky Wirtz have been fantastic down in Rockford providing us with resources to help these kids, you know, with, you know, the nutritionists and our mental skills coaches and our development coaches to help these kids get better without really having to look for it. They come to the rink every day. They have an itinerary. They have what's prepared for them. All they have to do is put in the time and effort to get better. And then off the ice, we try, you know, our coaching staff, myself, will do whatever we can to make make the uh, the process easier for them as becoming a professional and a young adult. You mentioned becoming a pro and living that pro lifestyle. Is there a divide right away from day one of, of Traverse City anytime where these guys don't come in? There's not a lot of on-ice sessions ahead of the tournament. You have one one practice on Thursday, you get on a plane and go and you start playing on Friday. So really this is a lot about their preparation before this week even starts. Is there any sort of divide on maybe some of these young players coming up and maybe not being prepared for this opportunity? You, you do see it. You, you'll be able to tell by probably the game one who, who's ready and who's not ready and who's had a good summer and who's maybe not had a good summer because as you mentioned, we have our practice here on Thursday and then we have a morning skate Friday and, we, and we're off to the races. Um, sat, uh, Saturday's game is an afternoon game, so there won't be a, a morning skate. Uh, Sunday's or a day off. Monday is a later in the afternoon game, but uh, I think at 5 o'clock or 5.30. So we might have a morning skate, a light skate that day. But guys separate themselves pretty quickly. And um, even when they get to Rockford, you can tell, you know, who's a little bit more mature than another player and who's a little more prepared mentally than for the grind of the season than another player. But everybody develops at a different speed. Our goal is that they all develop and get to the same result, which is here playing on at the United Center uh, at the end of uh, their time in the American League. I know that Carter's eyes and my eyes, we're, we'll be at the, in Traverse City, we'll be on Kirby Dock. Everyone will be looking at Kirby Dock because he was Who's that? number Yeah, number three overall. Do some research, Carter. Okay. Um, when you Since he's been drafted, since his name was called in, in Vancouver, I know you've seen him play quite a bit. What, what are you most impressed with Kirby since you've gotten to know him a little bit in the span since he's been drafted and has been in the organization a bit? I know he's been around a little bit. He has been home for a while. Anything stand out to you? His maturity. I think the way that he has handled all of this, again, we're talking about an 18-year-old young man 
with all the cameras on him, flies to Chicago right after he gets drafted for a press conference and tours around the city. The way that he has conducted himself and handled himself has been outstanding. And uh, it's, it's not a surprise of why he's going to have a successful career because he handles his life off the ice very professionally and uh, he manages himself very well. So he's a very impressive young man and I'm excited to watch him the next, next week. Maybe one of the most intriguing storylines, at least for me going into this, is you have a player in Jack Ramsey who was drafted as a right winger, played his entire college career as a right winger, now under an AHL contract. He's making the switch to defenseman? Yeah, uh, you know, Norm McIver has seen Jack play quite a bit, and they, they spoke a lot last year. And uh, It's something that they've talked about over the past, and they've decided now is the time to do it. And uh, he's a f- phenomenal skater, and we think that he'll be a ben- benefit from playing on the back end. So, you know, we'll, it's going to take time. We're, we're not going to be setting up red flags right away if there's a mistake or two. And we understand there's going to be some growing pains, but we think it's a position that he can definitely grow into and, and be successful at. What's that, that biggest adjustment? I mean, I've, I've played both positions in men's league, but, and that's tough to go back and forth between. So but making the, days are for, for you. Yeah, right? Yeah. Making the jump as you're trying to make these first impressions, making that jump, making that transition, it's, it's not only a physical adjustment, a mental adjustment. What's the, the biggest thing that maybe he's going to need help coaching or, or just kind of guidance as this process goes? Because it's, it's not an easy move. No, it's not. But I think I'm going to have a conversation with him right from the start is don't be too critical of yourself right now. We're, we expect mistakes, and they're okay. It's how you learn from those mistakes and move forward. Like I said, he's an excellent skater, which will allow him to, to get back for pucks. You know, one thing about playing defense, as, as you've played both positions, is a lot of the game happens in front of you. So you're always looking up ice. As a forward, you're looking left, right, up, back. So, you know, it is a little easier in that purpose. But defense is a, a hard position, just like a goaltender. They develop usually a little bit takes a little bit longer uh so we're going to be very patient and he's going to have to have that same sort of patience and not be too hard on himself because a lot of these players um as much as we expect from him they expect more of themselves and you know we don't want him worrying about if he makes a mistake he has to just be patient with himself and uh and get better each day now to me i'm sorry to me the guy who i'm looking forward to seeing other than maybe those big three and and uh ramsey is uh, alexis gravel the, the goaltender uh, who I thought was really impressive during Proxfest camp, uh, really seems to be coming on. And it's no secret that, you know, next season, this, you know, the, the following season, there's going to be some uh, probably change in goaltending because you've got two veterans in here and one-year contracts with one year left in their contracts. Tell me about Gravel and what he needs to show you um, as a goaltender because he's playing, as you mentioned, in front of guys, guys are playing in front of him haven't played together before. What does he need to do to impress? Well, he impressed me last year at this tournament. Mm-hmm. You know, he uh, – he played in a game last year as he was just drafted by us and handled it very well and had a great development camp last year. And um, watching him throughout the season playing for Halifax, we knew that he would be their go-to guy and we wondered how he would handle that pressure knowing that they already had a berth in the Memorial Cup. And he had an outstanding season. He really was consistent throughout the year, which is huge for a goaltender, especially a young one, being consistent night in, night out. It tells your teammates what they can expect. Um, and I thought at the Memorial Cup on the big stage, he played extremely well for, for Halifax and showed that again going into the Canada World Junior Tournament camp and coming here for our development camp. So he's a guy that I expect to come in and be able to settle things down if things are getting a little dicey in front of him. Being that he's had some experience on the big stage already, 
he should be able to come in and, and calm things down in front of him and, and really take a leadership role from a netminder standpoint because uh, we're expecting big things from him going forward this year. You have five free agent invites on the roster. One of them is a goalie. But one of your other goalies on the roster, Chase Marchand, was a free agent invite at last year's tournament at the end of the previous season, signing a deal with uh, the ECHL affiliate Indy Fuel. Or Indy, Indy Fuel. And what did he show you last year that maybe piqued that interest in He's not on an NHL deal or an AHL deal, but he's still someone in the organization that you, you have your eye on. Well, he is on an American League deal. He's on an American he's League deal. I'm sorry. For this year, but um, we'll more than likely start the season playing for the Indy Fuel. Um, but, again, training camp will sort that out. Injuries happen, you know, what have you. Chase is a goaltender we took notice of a few years ago, and he has the ability to take an average team and put them on his back and make them great. He took his Quebec, uh, his team from the Quebec Major League to the Memorial Cup Final. They lost in overtime uh, to the London Knights a few years back. Um, and then last couple of years playing in the CIS for St. of X University, um, did the same thing. And, you know, took their team to the Canadian Finals and, again, was outstanding along the way. So we had a look at him last year. We really liked him, kept an eye on him all throughout the season and decided that we were going to make him part of our depth this year. And he's still eligible to return to be able to play in Traverse. So we'd rather bring our own goaltenders. We have one invite, but bring our own goaltenders to let them get, you know, their start before the, uh, before the main season starts off. Well, we'll wrap it up on that. Mark, thanks for giving us just a few minutes of your time today to look ahead to Traverse City. Uh, Chris Cook and I, I have bad news for you. We'll be with you in Traverse City. So uh, a nice little present to wrap up the end of the interview. But we'll have full coverage throughout the week on Blackhawks.com. And uh, looking forward to what should be a very exciting week with, uh, as you mentioned, a very talented roster uh, for this Prospects Tournament. No, we're looking forward to having you, and uh, it should be a great week. Well, Mark, thanks for your time. Chris, thanks for your time as well. And we'll be back next week looking back on Prospect Camp and uh, the Prospect Tournament, I should say, and also previewing training camp as things get rolling for the Chicago Blackhawks in the 2019-2020 season. This has been Blackhawks Insider.